said you were on Instagram just now? Yes. I won a big, and I mean big, bottle of tequila from this uh, rescue that I've been working with. I also started my own nonprofit. Um, it's a whole thing. It's wow. a lot of paperwork. But I, I, I did That's quite a side note. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a big side note. Um, and I'm I'm going to be putting out more more stuff. It's just I, I started it just maybe, probably six months earlier than I... If I had known how I was going to feel and what kind of effort was going to need to go into it, I would have started it six months later. Sure. But it's a thing now, so like you got to deal with it now. But anyway, I made like a little video of me um, uh, uh, winning because I did like a huge fundraiser and I got a big bottle of tequila and I made a little video with it that I put on like all the platforms. Right. But I don't I don't think I ever like sent it directly to you so I don't, th don't think you've seen it, but if you no. want to if you want to see me um, in a wig on Halloween. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> I, you can watch the video. Absolutely. Turns out I look pretty good as a redhead. So <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, but uh, it's mm -hmm. called. It's called. So you're on. Uh, what are you on right now? What's on your phone that's open right now? Uh, it was Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. So I want to say it is okay. It's. I think it's my Black Cat Society. Okay. I think because I think all the other iterations were taken. Okay, gotcha. Oh, you're not. Whoa. Where, where's the um the volume? Well, it's here. Oh, we'll start. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Crazy, it doesn't even look. I know. <laughs> wow. If you, it's actually saying stuff up here, but like you can't see it. Oh. Can you press on it? Like, like tap on, tap, tap on the video. No, it'll just, yeah, oh, there okay. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you, got you. I, I put, it, I put it up too high, but, but I didn't realize. Yeah, but yeah, this is me for Halloween. <laughs> Thanks to Victory for the Voices. That's who I, that's wow. who I work with. And Big Nose Kate Saloon. Wow. Asking the universal answer. Okay. The Jose Cuervo, Sophia, Sucky, a gift card. Sakari, a gift card. Next time we're going to use a better tequila. But, you know. Well, it was... <laughs> technically, it wasn't free because I because I entered the raffle, but it is a huge right. bottle. Like, it was hard to hold that in one yeah, hand. Yeah, it looks like at least 11 inches. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing at all like when you're talking about an enormous dick like it's going to feel different on a quite a, uh, an important level yeah <laughs> it's not like the giant boobs are going to enter me no true you know, like it's not gonna it's <laughs> it's not the same kind of calculation yeah it's definitely <laughs> different it's there it's not even like a, but then a again feeling. when the woman's a little shorter than the man then he gets really nervous <laughs> But that's also partially because a lot of women don't want the shorter men, and that's connected as well. Oh, that's so stupid. I mean, you know, it's, it's very stupid, and and I disagree. I have, I of all the things. Oh, absolutely, I, but of all uh, the things I am particular about, height is not one of them. Yeah, surprisingly. Well, there was someone on uh, the, uh, the podcast that I would love to shout out called the Daily Wrap Up, um, and they have really wonderful conversations. They do it a little bit. Maybe it's a little kind of black and white in a way that it necessarily could or couldn't be because in the sense that it's like a panel of men and women talking to each other so it's like three men on one side who are the hosts okay and then three women and the women kind of rotate so they're okay. like the guys are basically trying to have these direct conversations with women about stuff that seems to be too difficult to talk about okay um so a little bit more structured it, in the sense that it could be or that it is is oh i think so i think it is structured okay um but one of the things that was brought up was this woman said something like, it's nothing wrong with having a preference, but it's important to know where you, your preference came from, mm -hmm. why you have that preference. Mm -hmm. A lot of women have preference for tall men because we're trained to believe that there's protection that we can get from a taller man that we can't get from a shorter man and that protection is something that is a sign of value for us and so blah, 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 blah. You're supposed to follow your, your uh, everything that you believe in that you acquired, mm -hmm. the beliefs that you acquired, mm -hmm. that's the purpose of adulthood. Mm -hmm. Is that every belief that you have that you didn't even really choose to have, you just received as a kid, mm -hmm. you should be analyzing on some level. Yeah. 
and figuring out if it was as value in your life, um, right. uh, in your belief system going forward mm -hmm. or not, or if it does, but it needs to be changed or modified. If everyone, if every person did that, I would probably wouldn't have as hard of a stance as I do on therapy because that's a lot of what therapy does. That's the purpose of that. therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I think that people, um, therapy's there. Like, I don't know if it's an unfair comparison, but like we have uh, uh, so much attention on the quality of food right now. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not always in the best way, but it's from the fact that there's been so little attention to the quality of food in this country for decades. Mm -hmm. So in a way, I don't really give a shit. Like, we created this problem by putting sugar in everything as far as I know, and not even good sugar. High fructose corn syrup. Just the, just the whatever, whatever comes out of the machine. <laughs> whatever comes out of the, the what's the spinny thing, the centrifuge or yeah. whatever, however you make high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, but, just um, all the problems with diabetes and like everything that people are going through and the fact that like I could have diabetes or I could be broke and eat well <laughs> and have yeah. no money to go out because I spent all of my money on avocados and pomegranate juice. That's why you can't afford your own mortgage in your own house. Right. Because you bought pomegranate juice and... You eat avocado toast. Right, right, right. It's your own fault. It's not because we voted in people who changed all of the legislation. And it's yeah. like, that's not us. And we didn't do that. Right. It's like, mm, okay, great. Right, right. <laughs> but I think that's a similar problem. I think that it's an overcorrection in a certain way that, like, it does have a really wonderful, uh, it's part of a, of a noble movement. It's just like, it's actually connected to what we were talking about when I was bringing up Louis C.K. and how, like, I wanted to know whether... Uh, the, people were locked into yeah. the room whether the door wasn't locked yeah and then afterwards you know you sort of gave me the realization like well as long as um we're not protected at all the difference doesn't really matter yeah and you're looking at it from the place of someone who can look at it without the triggers without and from the freedom of being able to look at it objectively yeah which i'm really grateful that you get to look at it objectively but nobody else can yeah and we're the ones who are talking about it. And we're the ones it's happening to. It's, well, yeah. I mean, because it's happening to you, you're the ones talking about it. You're bringing the issue to the forefront because right. it's yours. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I think that that's part of that. Yeah. Movements are always going to be susceptible to corruption. But sometimes the degrees won't just, they just won't matter. They just won't matter. Until the overall voice is sort of heard and the shift has been begun to, to be made. Yeah. Also, um, unfortunately, when it like the every movement needs to have spokespeople who can speak to the group of people who need to hear it and can control what goes on in the future, but are unwilling to listen to the people it's happening to. Yeah. So every women's movement needs to have men talk to the men who sure. are in charge yeah, because absolutely. they're not going to listen to women. Yeah, absolutely. Every person of every like cultural or, or community right. of color needs to have white people this is the ally <laughs> the, uh, yeah, yeah to talk to the white people in charge <laughs> right because they're not going to listen to us right, right so right. Yeah. or and even if whether they do or don't they they have every reason not to yeah as a uh, based on listening to your own community and like men being like well you know what i mean it's one thing hearing it from women but to hear it from men it just removes all of that it speeds everything up mm -hmm. and it adds credibility to arguments and it's it it's it's literally like it gives other men the opportunity to hear it without their discomfort mm -hmm. that is attached to the issue immediately not because of the issue but because of the people telling them the issue right so the thing you're talking about with like we're obsessed with storytellers more so than the mm. with the um substance of what of the story With they're the story. telling the yeah. storyteller matters if you're a straight white man who's never had his right. safety his safety bubble right. popped in any way right 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 it's not really gonna matter if like women of color are like hey treat yeah. us fairly but it will matter if another straight white man is like um this is a serious problem right <laughs> that's gonna right. it's gonna matter to you yeah yeah <laughs> like in general i walk around with uh i was talking with, with with someone about this recently but like i am i walk around with a wine key because i'm a bartender it's it was it was us and it was our last oh i'm sorry 
It was this well. Is so well weird. I know it's. It, I'm sure you talked. You I get it. You talked to so many different people. And you don't know like what story no, you no, told no, what no. person. I actually, as soon as I spoke, I was like, this might have actually been with Georgia. But the but last it, thing I brought up, I thought was with you, and it was with someone else. It was else. with someone else. But that's so fine. So I thought I mixed it up again. No, it's fine. Yeah. I, I mean, you I don't have any feelings about you having conversations with other people <laughs> that aren't me and aren't recorded. I feel no, nothing I about that. No, I want to be that. specific about it, but I apologize that I didn't. No, it's okay. We are we are always drinking. So. So far, yeah. So far, and I don't plan to stop that anytime soon. <laughs> so. <laughs> right. You know, we never got around to having that conversation about why we drink. You know, it was drink. it was one of the first oh. conversations I wanted to have, and we and we always had something else to talk about other well, we, than that. We talked a little bit about an issue that was adjacent to it. At least I know that well, I addressed it by saying it? that I thought that sobriety is uh, ultimate sobriety is. And that yeah, and that yeah. that went off into it into a totally different direction. As it does. As it tends to. But we also didn't finish uh, the first topic you just brought up this time, which, which is about. Was Penises are like diamonds. We sure. And no, 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 no. It was the vagina. End up with my preference. The, yes, your that. preference. We didn't be, get to that. Because you initially said that you didn't have a preference. And right. I challenged. A vagina preference. And I challenged. Right. I was like, oh, I don't challenge. believe that. Challenge. I cha- challenge. Challenge. Yeah, that's right. Right. <laughs> I do not believe that. Well, the short <laughs> answer is that you're right. <laughs> but uh, I do have preferences. But I've never really uh, been in a prolonged setting where I've gotten to continuously figure them out okay um and it's it's uh it feels more like because there is a a due to the nature i suppose the strained relationships between men and women in our society and how men are just absolutely not trusted um my preference for vagina seems to be like the absolute absolute last issue at hand okay it's like first of all i have to make sure that the person I'm talking to is okay being at, on my pace level of, you know, like anything, when you get to know each other at the beginning, um, in terms of how quickly or slowly I want to get into getting to know that person. So let's say we have the best case scenario. There's no holds barred. I meet the person, I'm super interested, I don't care how fast or slow we go. I only care in terms of being responsible, but I don't care because I'm worried about the person at all. I know the person and I've got all the doors are open. Let's say that's the circumstance. The idea that I can actually have the freedom to prefer or, you know, something about her, her vagina, like the idea that I can have the space of mind and freedom in that partnership to have a preference for her vagina is insane to me. Mm-hmm. I can't even get that far. Like, I'm just trying to make sure, first of all, that all the stuff that I don't know about uh, the way society works and all the things that make it harder for her that don't make it hard for me um, aren't affecting her by accident. I'm trying to make sure that I don't hurt her by accident just by being myself, number one. Number two, I'm trying to make sure it doesn't go overboard Mm -hmm. and that I don't lose myself, trying to make sure that I don't hurt that other person. Mm -hmm. And number three, I'm a liberal man, which means that most of the liberal partnerships I've seen have involved men who have this sort of uh, rudimentary sort of phrase that they sort of fire off, which who knows if they mean it or not. But, oh, whatever the lady wants is, you know, like, you know, she runs the house, you know. Bullshit. And um, that's changing a lot right now. But in terms of, I, I brought this up, I think, again, too, I've moved so much in my childhood and my adult life that I also just haven't had much time to just be doing the same thing not change, have space, meet someone, go through that process. My whole life has been transitions. And so there have been a lot of, probably a lot of factors that I really need to change about myself that I haven't had time to or the patience to. So the, uh, the number of times is very low that I can actually use as an example of how I get into that process. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, again, I should probably take a page out of your book and be like, let's just say which one of my, not say which one of my exes, <laughs> but one of my exes who really just did not enjoy me going down on her at all. And I was you like... You in particular or the, or the process in, in total? It seemed like it was the process in total. Okay. No, it seemed like in general. Okay. But uh, I, I, either way, I was the guy who was there. Yeah. And so um, it, it confused me. It, it's, it didn't really... 
it didn't gel very well and we never got through it. We never fixed it. Mm. And I do think that she, I can't speak about her to this day, but at the time she had a lot of really, really deep physical, sexual um, insecurities and issues she was working through mm -hmm. that, that was connected to that. Mm -hmm. But the idea that I, I would even have the, the space within that partnership to prefer that vagina that she was so insecure about mm -hmm. me getting close to, mm -hmm. not even getting close. We need another five years before we get to that place. Mm. So the shit that society put women through basically put me in a position as a man who dates women who has a very hard time finding it even comfortable for me to say that. Mm. I, of course, I, I, I'm sure I do have preferences. <laughs> you don't know what they are? No. Oh, I, 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 look at, I look at vaginas the same way, I, so far, the same way I look at the entire woman. Oh. There are so many different women that look very different that I'm attracted to that don't really come from the same background, don't have the same physical type, mm -hmm. and I'm ready to be surprised by vaginas just as I am by the full person. Mm -hmm. So the preference is, I don't know, you know, I'm sure I can enjoy a hairy one, a bald one, a, a small one, a large one, a short one, a wide one, you know. For those of you who can't see, Georgia is literally holding her <laughs> own head because I'm making her so uncomfortable. It's just... Well, you, I mean, you know, you can't talk about, like, the girth of the dick and then the, okay, not so have that's what the characteristics the head, of the vagina There's be. the full shaft, there's the ball, there's right. all of it. Yeah. Um, right. But it's all visible. Do I prefer a vagina with a short story and a long ending? I don't know, you know? <laughs> with vaginas? The, okay, so actually, we've been, we, we, tec technically, we're using the wrong word here because vagina is the internal. What I'm we're sorry. talking about I'm sorry. Is, Pussy. Well, God, <laughs> Lord. What we're, what what we're actually talking about is the vulva, which is the outward, the lips, basically, the outward expression, which is the vagina. At the first, that's what we're talking about, but the internal part is also part of the preference. I it, imagine if you have a preference. I would imagine when I first asked the question, I think because dicks are all on the outside, with right. the exception of one or two inches internally, right. that right. With surgery, you can push outwards, and then your erection will put straight to the floor, which sure. nobody wants. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. This is why I know this. It's because I watch science stuff. But no, um, yeah. The Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson had a dick segment? No. That's astrophysics. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes, he did, and it was very enlightening. Him and his very... Uh, it's his, a, it's his... a constellation that looks a lot like a... Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> See, the brightest star is the clitoris. <laughs> it's right at the top there. We just avoid that entirely. <laughs> it, it is the absolute center of gravity. It sure is it. For the entire universe. In fact, avoid it as much as you can. We're no. all moving towards it all the time. And that is the psychological foundation of all humans. <laughs> Lord. Trying to find the clitoris. <laughs> it's yeah. not hard to find. <laughs> in fact, it's very easy In fact, it's a bright it. light in the sky. It's, it's right there. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. That's where we pee. Don't go there. It's above that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so many things are confirmed. If it's got a hole in it, it's not the clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you pierce it, and then it is, and then right. that's confusing. Well, um, no, again, speak beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Um... Some doors have two locks. <laughs> Sorry. Some are front doors, some are back doors. <laughs> the locks are slightly different. Right. That's um, right. Yeah. No, but the outward, the outward of the front facing basically is mm. is technically the vulva and right. uh, vagina right. you cannot see. So the question you really you were alluding to meant, is to have a vulva uh, preference. What uh, what I meant initially was vulva, but now mm. I understand that like you that um, the actual like. It would have to all be feeling because you can't see in there. So it has to be all feelings based. It's <laughs> like, a light vision. I really sure. hope you did not get a flashlight. And she's like, what is your internal, what is your, the inside of your vagina look like? I hope to God you never did that. But, oh my God. Yeah. Looks, no. You would feel the difference. You would. Yeah. From what I now, now I don't have a dick and I'm not a dude. So I, right. so I didn't know until somebody told me that like shit, it felt different. I right. didn't know that until right. someone, and someone that I regret sleeping with, but I did yeah. multiple times yeah. <laughs> because I have don't have good self esteem. I it happens to all of us. I was told. Um, I was told that I 
feel good, is what I was told. Right, okay. Compared to other people. Right, right. And this was not just like, a, I just want to get you in bed, and I'm just going to tell you whatever I was going to tell you. that immediately no. afterwards. When did he say it? He, he or said, he said he's, it at different he times? He said it seven years ago, and he said it That's six months. That's not what I meant. No, well, no, when, no, no, no. Within the circumstance. No, no, no. It was, it was just... Were you fucking when he no, said it? No, okay. no, no. So that's, first of all, great. No. Said it on multiple occasions and yeah. said it after sleeping with other people in between us hooking up. It right. was just like, so right. the first time was like, was was just like, oh, this curious thing happened. I slept with like other people and like it was different and not as good. Isn't that, right. isn't that interesting? And right. I was like, I guess, I don't right. know. Right. And then years later he was like, no, yeah, no, actually I like, I totally, I get, I get what's going on now. He calls me, he calls me top three, is what he calls me. <laughs> well, he's a keeper. He says the sure. word top three. He's he's, she is not. Jesus. He's not. He's an Aries. But. <laughs> so he's not Sorry, a keeper. I did not know a keeper was an astrological sign. <laughs> for me, for a Virgo, yeah. um, Aries is not a keeper. We can be friends, but we can't actually, like, do anything more intense than that. But, okay, I, I okay. But as a, I just want to figure this out. <laughs> okay. About the better, did he say he did he ever quantify what it was? I don't think even he knows what it is. Besides, it didn't. It it feels good. Like he's a man. Like he doesn't have the vocabulary to be like it feels better. But it wasn't. That it was like, may be true. Why? But, <laughs> but uh, men also have a, a large vocabulary that they, vocabulary that they only use around other men and not around women. So I'm wondering if he just meant that it was tighter. Um, I mean, just to be clear. If that's what he meant, that's not what he's... The specific thing that he said to me, that's not what That's he what said. I was asking. What was no. the specific thing he, that was... He did, I, I, I said... If you're comfortable sharing. I, well, I asked, and I don't... And, and again, I don't think he has the vocabulary other than to be like, it's just better. Probably something to the to the effect of, like, softer. Not... Okay. You know okay. You know what? Next time, I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to see... Can we, bring, can we call him? Over on the podcast. <laughs> I don't, if I called him, he might actually pick up. Oh so I'm a little, God. I'm a little worried about doing that. Right. No, but what I'm going to do yeah. is I'm probably going to see him in about a month. Okay. So I will make sure to. And he. Oh fuck! I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to say anything specifically because I don't know if this is going to be brought up on another podcast or not. But I will ask him specifically if that's part of what he meant, and I'll okay. let you know what he says. Okay. I do honestly feel like that there's a trick you have to use. Uh, or some version of a trick you have to use in order to get the honest truth out of him. No, 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 no. He'll he's be not... honest without any prompting. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Yes. I also think he's a little neurodiverse too, so he doesn't have a reason to lie. He Just... doesn't have like the normal person right. reason to lie. Okay, gotcha. You know what I mean? Like gotcha. he'll he he's said and done things that are quite hurtful. Okay. But that's just because, like, he is who he is. Right. So I don't have any issue with thinking that... Right. No, I understand. I just feel like the type of hurtful in that case will make a difference. You never really know. Sometimes people are hurtful towards um, another individual in a private setting. But when they are asked about themselves as you are planning to ask him about him and his opinion about you, I don't know if it's exactly the same circumstance. No. Okay. No. But you're, yeah, if you, you think you're confident that he will actually answer without any need to sort of affect it, then yes. I'm absolutely curious what he has to say. Me too, actually, yeah. because it's not, that wasn't a question I was going to ask or was concerned about. I, would, I, I guess it was more just like the general why, and then when that right. didn't come up, it didn't like raise any red flags. It was, she, I, I honestly think he was just like, I don't know, like I just... Yeah. It's just my experience. Right. Well, I think whenever there's a circumstance where someone's uh, giving you a comment, but it's general, and there are definitely ways to become specific, there's a variety of reasons why that person might not get specific. One of them might be because they're embarrassed about the real reason and they know it. Not him. One might be because they don't know how to articulate it well enough and they don't want to say the wrong thing. Mm, um, that first part and the second part actually don't go together with him. Okay. He might not know how to say it, but it's not because... Right, I see. He's might feel embarrassed that's not right that's not it so generally but you are as confident confident as can be that he when the thoughts are clear he says them and he doesn't have a problem with that yes to a fault to yeah. the point that it could hurt my that's feelings great. That's but great. for the up uh, for as great for us reasons. it's hard for you yeah for <laughs> exactly yeah no yeah he's one of those people okay. he's one of those people that like he he violates boundaries without understanding that not yeah. because he's a bad person but because he doesn't understand 
he doesn't understand the other side. So, for example, he has badgered me into sex before. Oh wow! That's which a, that's a word. that's a whole that's thing. an adjective to use. That's right there. and and it is the is it is the correct Whoa. adjective to use. Whoa! And I've had to explain to him yeah. on more than one occasion. And to be and to be frank, I slept with him after that. Right, I understand. So you know what yeah. I mean? So it's not like right. I can be I can be like, oh my god, it was just so traumatic. I never like, and we're still friends. And it's right. but he thinks because. I eventually changed my mind that none of the stuff that happened before is a is an issue. Right. And right. that like we're both adults sure. and we both eventually decided to sleep with each other. Right. So right, like right. that's what matters. And I it's like I have to explain to him that everything that led up to me changing my mind is also part of what happened. Yeah. And like he he doesn't understand that that's an issue yeah. until I explain it to him. Right, and, I even, see. and even then be you know because he's an Aries. Fuck you guys, Aries. I don't I'm just you just you suck so much. You Got just you. you suck. Got you. You're terrible people. Yeah. I don't hate all of you, <laughs> but most of you are terrible people. <laughs> no. No, it just so happens that like and I know like a lot of people don't believe in astrology and to be honest like sure. I I don't also but like I also I have my own experiences. And of the 12 signs, you would think that if everything was equal, there's an equal chance of any one sign coming into my life and me having similar experiences with all of them. And that's not what fucking happened. Right. What fucking happened is half of my experiences have right. been with Aries. Mm -hmm. And there have been signs I've never interacted with. Right. Isn't, that's a little weird, right? Well, I, only f I think it's weird if you have already conquered the, the follow-up subject matter, which is... Am I more upset with Aries because in addition to them being frustrating to me, I am also attracted to them? We are attracted to each other. I'm not saying that they don't have a part in this. I'm not trying to get rid of their angle. But there may be an equally frustrating group that you're not attracted to somewhere else in the astrological spectrum that doesn't upset you as much because they're not in your life. Like well, I would, but how would I know by. they're? Yeah, I wouldn't know that they're you upsetting because we don't cross each other's exactly. paths. But why don't we cross each other's paths? Well, because you're not attracted to them in the that, same no, way. But, but okay, but then why? You what know what? I, mean? well, I don't know. That's that's part of another but, conversation. But, what, but isn't that? But doesn't that lend credence to astrology having an effect? Because we because oh, I'm not disagreeing with that. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I'm just disagreeing with the fact that Aries are that much more problematic than the other signs. I'm saying to you, absolutely. But and to a lot of different astrologies from different parts of the world. And to a lot of other astrologies? Astro oh, the, yeah, so there's Western, there's Eastern, there's Vietnamese. And there's Aries is always a pain in the ass for all of them? Probably, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so. This explains Aries Spears very well, actually. <laughs> Aries Spears from Mad TV! <laughs> uh, I like him. He, oh, my him God. Him and Orlando Jones. Um, oh, he's definitely developed into an interesting character. I'm not sure if he would still like him. Um, as a person or as a character? As a comedian, as his, his thoughts, his, his opinions. I've never seen a stand, his stand-up, ever. I've, I've never seen a stand-up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's watch some. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Um, I still like a lot of what he does. Absolutely. I really think he's an interesting guy. Hmm. Um, but, you know, yeah. It, it's it, The most recent thing was his uh, thing with Lizzo. When oh, what did he say? Well, he was, just, he was basically fat-shaming her. But, like, um, his main comment was... Um, that I remember it was like, this is where feminism gets crazy to me. Like, y'all not worried about heart disease? Y'all just going, yath queen, yath queen. But like, these are real problems that affect your body. First of all, that is not fat shaming to me. If he well, said something actually fat shaming, then I'd be like, okay, that's fat shaming. But but the specific thing you just said to me is not fat shaming. This, well, that's the thing. This was what he said when it was already in the conversation. It started off with her, her winning an award and... It basically ended up to, I think, everybody out there who identifies with feminism and all that. It was like, nobody made fun of the lead singer of Blues Traveler, who was enormous when he won a Grammy. Mm -hmm. But Lizzo wins an award, mm -hmm. and Aerie Spears makes a comment, like, I can't believe she won the award. Something like that, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because the same kind of standards literally do exist differently. And so, I don't think that that problem would have been as apparent for people about Aries Spears' comment if they had heard him wait, wait, uh, talking Aries about Spears fat or, men. Or Orlando Jones? Aries Spears. Oh, I thought you were talking about Orlando Jones. Okay. No. Well, he was he was also on Mad TV, and that's who I thought you were talking about, because that's who I mentioned. You are talking about Aries Spears. But Aries Spears is quite heavy himself. Well, I mean, he's definitely, um, he's, he's not quite heavy. He's just round. You know what I mean? He's just not, he's just not. Did he lose weight because 
I, he might have. Okay, he might well, have lost weight. you see him. Yeah, yeah, because back... Yeah, exactly. He might have lost weight. I think yeah. that's the whole thing, is that he has gone through a version of this, too. Okay. Where part of the shit he kept saying was like, just put the eclair down. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Remember how he said... the treadmill. Remember how he said misogyny time. used to be funny? <laughs> so... Right. It's still funny. It's just, you know... you got to Funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's got it's yeah, it's got a smaller pocket. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was just the fact that his reaction was a reaction towards a woman, whereas people hadn't felt that he was reacting the same way to fat male celebrities. Yes. At all in yeah. the same way. So I was like, why the fuck are we listening to what you're saying about Lizzo? Yeah. And then he made the comment about that whole thing about feminism, and it's like, well, you guys don't even seem to care about each other as human beings. But people hadn't seen him trying to care about the other male celebrities yeah. in that particular way. Okay. So even though he went through his own transition and actually like worked out himself, if he did, yeah. like, and that gave him the credibility to sort of handle that topic, nobody else felt that he had earned the credibility through his criticism of fat male celebrities. Okay, yeah. So they weren't comfortable hearing what anything he had to say about Lizzo. Right. So which, I, which to me is fair. I see that too. I see, I see that. that too. I didn't hear him talking about James Gandolfini. Yeah. You know, or anything like that. Well, that's because as Peter Griffin says, Lois, fat men can't be fat. Only fat women are fat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also, that's where, um, uh, the, even, even though I don't, I don't have like a specific problem with BMI, BMI did originate most likely from um, the perspective of the white male and a lot and a yeah. lot of medical issues are compared to white men <laughs> no matter what you are right. you're always like being compared to well we found that when um, white men gain 30 pounds their right. risk of heart disease it's like but the, does that really affect me as a black woman because we gain weight in a different way if I don't have my weight around my waist is my risk mm-hmm. of this or that the same sure. and it's not but BMI is generally based on, on white men and, and, and it's smoothing over and getting more I guess diverse lately Cur- curvy one might say curvy yeah <laughs> the curves are you a little said more smoothing curvy smoothing over and I was immediately thinking about I mean it is because because the weight <laughs> It is because the weights that are considered like ideal versus obese have shifted about 20 pounds heavier than they were when I was coming up. Mm. My, one of my doctors was like, I was telling him how how much I used to weigh, how much I've lost and what I weigh now. He's like, well, actually your BMI is a little like low, like I'm 5'5", so I was like, I'm in like around 125. I fluctuate, but I'm around 125. And he's like, oh, you know, like a normal BMI, right, you know, is around like 130, 135. So if you Mm. were to gain a couple pounds because you're not, because, because I'm on Ozempic and Ozempic is... What is, what is... Yeah. Ozempic is a diabetes and pre-diabetes injection. Okay. And it works with your pancreas. Uh-huh. And a bunch of celebrities figured out that it help, keeps your skinny. So there is wow. a shortage now. Wow. So people who actually have diabetes can't get their medicine. Wow. Because celebrities can afford $1,000. Right. It costs 1000 because we're in America. It costs $1,000 a vial. Right. It should right. probably only be like $15. Yeah. But it's $1,000. In America. I love how the system works. Yeah. It's great. So I was Nobody like, gets what they should get, and people who want it just can, have it. Can get it because they want it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I was like, um, we might have to put me in a different medicine because I literally can't get my prescription refilled. Yeah. So he put me on something else, and I was telling him how much I weighed, and he's like, well, your BMI is like 20, you know, 20 or 21, and like, it's, you know, it'd be, I would, he's like, I would be okay if you, you know, you gained 10 pounds, and I'm like, I wouldn't be, you yeah. know? Right. So like, let's put me on something else. Like, it's not... And uh, way way back in the day, like being five five and like one twenty five was considered ideal. And now right. he's like, well, like one thirty five is, is considered quote unquote ideal. Sure. So like they're they're shifting their ideas of what's healthy and what's ideal a little bit to the heavier. Sure. Which I don't have a problem with. Right. But. But why? Well, yeah. What? Right. Is it is that where it should have always been? Or is it societal pressure? Well, it's like when, uh, when people talk about the Kardashians. It's like, on the one hand, um, it's good to know that there is a uh, uh, there is a, a character, I guess, like a physical character that is out there that does not need to be, like, whatever you want to call it, fucking anorexically skinny, mm-hmm. to make a career. Heroin chic. Heroin chic, indeed. Which is apparently all yeah. on its way back in. 
Um, because well, everything else from the 90s just is coming back. Heroin is already in. It, well, it's been in for yeah. a while. Heroin. We need to go back to heroin. For, everyone from the 90s was like, oh, you were so concerned about me being on heroin. At least we didn't OD like we did on fentanyl. And it's like, oh my God, let's go back to heroin. What the fuck <laughs> sounds like that? No, I'm First just, of all. Well, <laughs> if you've been doing heroin for 30 years, I would be pissed off if people would be like, oh, you want to do an intervention for me because I'm on heroin? It's been 30 fucking years. Someone who does fentanyl twice OD'd. Like, you need to get off my ass. That's almost like Molly Shannon's character in The White Lotus. Like the, the the snooty mom who wants her daughter's life to be okay turned into like a drug perception. That's the craziest like character I can imagine. It's like it's like country club snootiness applied to hard drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well We used to OD like this. Yeah. Okay? I don't know how you guys OD today. <laughs> you guys but OD we OD'd like real people back then. <laughs> you guys die in such a stupid way. <laughs> My God, make add some realism to it. Wow, what a, what a dark turn. Life is dark. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember how we got here, but I we did. I don't either. I don't either, but we've done... We started with, with uh, Lizzo and fat shaming and comedy and Aries mm-hmm. Spears. And, and I thought, as- astrology. Astrology. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, I don't actually Aries. know. In Aries, I was, I'm sure it was, I was ta- dating or talking to the Aries guy who um, badgered me into sex is how we got there. Oh, yeah, right, right. That's how we got... So it actually started pretty dark. Still it just continued. Still just getting me into that place, like... Um, I mean, that's, what else do you call it? I mean, that's no, what it like, is. <laughs> like, there is, it's, uh, it's, I don't mean that, that it should be called anything else. <laughs> anything else. <laughs> but it's like, there are, there are, um, I've heard versions of that story where it's like, it wasn't, like, where, where the person basically says, it was rape. I'm not talking about your circumstance. Okay. But, like, the person says, it was rape, and that's exactly how I felt when, I process the circumstance, mm-hmm. but when I look back on it in terms of like the text of it, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, maybe I only said no once and it was a meek no and like it was barely that audible and I wasn't really that emphatic when I said it. Yeah. Um, but the process was him wear, wearing me down. Oh, okay. And so, like, but for some, but like just the word badger. Yeah. Like it really just gives this sort of like, because I think. It's probably because guys could all understand a sports reference. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it just sounds like their coach just not letting up, yeah. you know, on a certain circumstance or something like that. Some like those, those, those swing sprints that they have to do, mm. you know what I mean? But like the word badgering is just so specific in a really good way that communicates the actual process. For someone who even that word means something to, but if I were to say that to this person, I think there would be a visceral like... That's a that's a interesting that's a strong word in an interesting way. Right, they wouldn't what, feel like like they were doing that. Yeah, but they right? and then they'd be like, but then they would be like, but at the end of the day, I had your you consent, right? You so did you it. So you basically wanted it all along. Right. But I just brought you there. Right. Yeah. And so the history, right. so how we got there doesn't matter right. because at the end of the day, you're an adult and you gave me your consent and you right. made a decision. Right. At- well, absolutely. That's exactly what male <laughs> psychology is, and it's. As far as how I think women can expect men to think, I don't even see how they can expect men to see it differently until men understand what that kind of a, what being on their side of that circumstance really feels like. Yeah. Because otherwise, it basically does look like, you know, well, I mean, because like, the way that, uh, one of the other ways that the society affected female behavior I think in female again versus woman a woman's behavior or which one is the right way a woman's behavior I think in this case Mm -hmm. but um, the way it would affect it is to make women ashamed of their sexuality yeah and so even when they do want it it's not that clear yeah to men yeah because men are known to be very clear about their sexuality so anything unclear is unclear to them Mm -hmm. and so it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy in terms of that terminology, but it's, so as long as men don't understand why women are feeling that way, they will always see that as, oh, well, she ended up wanting it. Yeah. They'll always see it that way. Yeah. The way that makes me not the problem. <laughs> the way... <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, I, I don't even, again, without knowing the full spectrum, there's no management going on, no, no self-manipulation mm-hmm. going on. 
as far as I can see, it's like, unless, unless a man has been in a situation where they have said, mm, fine, sure, no yeah. problem, yeah. and then never mm -hmm. really, and knew deep down that they didn't want to do that, they're never going to know what that feels like for another person. And, but even, and I, and I guess specific, this is specific to heterosexual situations. Let's say this is a sexual right, situation that's, right. ha that's happening with a man and it's a woman badgering a man into sex. Sure. I don't, even if that does happen, I don't, I think it would take a whole lot to come to an understanding of that, of how that could feel reversed. Right. Because men are, it's always like, well, it's sex, so who can you know, like. Right. You, you got to have sex. Right. Like, good for you. Right. You know, right, congratulations, right. as opposed to like, oh, that was weird how that happened. Well, also the ego in general of, of us, like, you know, I mean, just whatever whatever it is, the thought of like, we, we probably, every man probably thinks that they're great in bed. <laughs> I'm an intro sure did. You know. And he wasn't. Yeah. But so it's like, oh, it must be just a privilege to have me. You know, mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of that going on, too. Um, but, again, we're a country that doesn't like to talk about stuff like this in a direct way. So any man who is exposed to this is going to be exposed in a very limited way. Mm -hmm. And not really with a full um, spectrum of that unless the, the women in that man's life who are his friends will talk to him. Mm -hmm. But even then, like I've had so many female friends for a long time, but when they get into really deep shit... They, a lot of times, will tell each other for sure before they tell me. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's a story about something that's really, like, seems to be, like, between women, mm -hmm. whether it's about assault or harassment or, you know, something relating to pregnancy and stuff like that, mm -hmm. they still won't feel comfortable. I'll find out later. Yeah. You know? We, well, we can't ever really trust you. I'm not saying <laughs> you should, but, I mean, yeah, that's just kind of the, the world of it. Yeah. Even, even men who are... Uh, uh, like like myself, who, uh, as far as I can tell, I'm trying to listen. Um, <laughs> trying to listen and hear us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but mostly not not really because of feminism, just because um, a lot of times, like you know, you're just better conversationalists. <laughs> you can talk about a lot more cool shit than a lot of men that I know. Hmm. Men have a lot of guards up, a lot of boundaries, a lot of things that you can't really go near. And so, one of my good friends, I never have any idea how he's doing with his girl. Mm. Never. And they go through shit. And I just hear like little like little tidbits of like, you know, what they're going through. And I'm like, oh, that sounds really rough. But then the first inclination is for me to be like, okay, what led up to this? And as right. soon as I start asking those questions, it just starts getting quieter. Yeah. One time I was at the bar, I was like, this is the part where you get quiet, yeah. and I just keep talking, and now I feel like the wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, who am I talking to right now? Yeah, <laughs> like I'm like the nagging wife, but I'm actually just his male friend trying to understand what he's going through so I can better help him and mm -hmm. listen, mm -hmm. or not talk when, I, when it's better not to talk, or provide insight when it's better to provide insight. But it's just, there's no follow-up. There's no. no deep diving. There's no examining of the situation yeah none of that it's just like this shit's happening again right jesus can you believe it this bullshit life's hard enough i don't have to deal with this stuff right now and yeah it's 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 just like uh just come with me on this journey of why my partner sucks and it's like but but are you the problem well, are you <laughs> the, wheels, the, the smartest men know not to bring it up at all because they know that like I'm not even going to try to bring you on this journey so that you don't have that argument against me later. Yeah. You know, they just keep the entire thing to themselves. But every once in a while, some t some really frustrating shit happens that the guy can't help showing up to the bar being like... <sighs> <laughs> and then he has to say the thing. Yeah. And then I say the follow-up question, and then he gets quiet, and then yeah. I'm just like, all right, well, I guess he feels better because he said the one thing, and <laughs> hopefully they do okay. Yeah. You know, but I have no idea how they're doing. Yeah. It's, ugh, people, you learn, when you're young, you learn to just, you, you take people at their word without asking too many questions. And right. as you get older, you learn to start asking questions. And when people don't want to answer those questions, it's usually because they're the problem. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, yeah. if the other person was 100% the problem, they'd be like, oh, I'm going to tell you the entire backstory right. of how the other person is crazy. And I'm sure. just trying to hang on for dear life. Yeah. But when they're like, oh, I don't really want to. Yeah. Explain how we got here. Yeah, usually. Why don't you want to explain it? 
Right. It can be that. I mean, the only other circumstance that would be, I think, common is like it's just so painful for them to talk about they can't even get to. And that's a whole different circumstance. Yeah. It's like you can't just bring this up like that right now. Yeah. And I need a minute and I need a setting before I get into that topic. Mm -hmm. That happens too. People get so, so, so upset where it's like, I, 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 I can't talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Right like so it all started when I was eight and my mom you know it's like okay those are my stories yeah those well those, that's stories. a lot it's, it's a lot of people's stories but yeah. maybe maybe they don't oh, of know course. Yeah, yeah. but maybe they don't know that that's their story maybe they right. think oh in this relationship two years ago like that happened but what really happened is when they were eight with their mom yeah and that's when it started but like you know they've right. never been to therapy and they don't know how to self-analyze and they don't know that like oh this shit goes way back right Right. Way, way back. Right. And I'm right in this one moment, but the story started a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to address the person in front of you and everything that, that created who they are. Yeah. As well as yourself. Mm -hmm. The the men you know that I'm talking about really just, would, it would be better if we all try to focus on ourselves as much as possible. Because mm -hmm. we will be able to provide other people through friendships and professional relationships and romantic ones in every other way with a better companion <laughs> hmm. absolutely yeah so one thing that I wanted to say was way 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 back when I was talking about going to therapy with um, this particular parent and talking about how violence to my pers from my perspective was passed down even though like for for them spanking is not a form of violence right it is to the person it's happening to uh -huh. and also there were studies <laughs> there were studies on children who were spanked and not also physically abused in other ways so not situations where like stuff was being thrown at them because that's abuse yeah or um they were getting punched in the face because that's right, abuse but right, you were right, just right. spanked and not abused in other right. ways there were still there were still only negative consequences there were there was nothing positive in a research setting there was nothing positive to come out of those situations mm -hmm. and there were still increases in the experiences of like mental illnesses and other kinds uh -huh. of behavioral issues like it didn't do anything good okay. basically is what they said is that spanking doesn't 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 help and it doesn't work so like let's say for example the main i really mean to figure out uh the way that we were talking again about like tyree nichols and all mm -hmm. that but like black parents have to um, indoctrinate their children and scare the shit out of them so that they will be more scared of their parents than the police. Mm -hmm. That's what the philosophy was for a long time is that if I don't scare the shit out of my child based on and tell them that if they do not follow these rules they will be dead then they will actually be dead. Mm -hmm. And so you you the the spanking study is something that as a society, we have, if we have the time and space to do such a study, mm -hmm. it's great to actually look at that. But I feel like it's it's impossible to say that it doesn't do no harm or no good. It it should be treated as an emergency response for a situation that was come up with without much aid in the moment before the popularity of therapy and of studies about the family environment that it probably did save a lot of kids from getting shot. Um, because they were afraid of their mothers. Well, mm, does that study actually cover that and say, look, a lot of these kids just became more emboldened by being slapped by their parents? Okay, well, and spanked, well, yeah, that's and mm, then wouldn't challenge the cops anyway. Like, so, so there's, does, I, yeah, there was a reason that there was a there was a they um they specifically looked at spanking without any of the other stuff like smacking your okay. kid around because yeah. because well, that's, that's going to do something different I mean. yeah yeah it, there what i don't think there was an element of and on top of that we we were able to figure out how many kids had like negative interactions with the cops and like didn't right. it was really just about the well, it's the most extreme example yeah that's it, all, it was like, really just know. about whether i think it, i think they were looking to find out whether spanking had an overall negative impact on the on the um emotional development right. of kids as they grew up right, or if right, it had right. a positive impact and they just found like i, I understand just that like totally. with any other kind of physical abuse it has only a negative impact right. overall sure so I like even if you feel like oh i was a spanking parent and that's good and better than punching my kid right. in the face it's like right, right. but to them it's not well so then okay now this is okay 
because parenting is not the same, like an effect on a child is not the same as an adult making their own decisions. But um, I tried to think in my head of a comparison of something an adult does to themselves that makes them, that helps them have a good time, like drugs, but has an internal, uh, an inherent negative effect on their body. Mm -hmm. um, the negative effect, it's not comparable, I guess, to an indoctrination of a child. Okay. Like doing cocaine or something with fentanyl in it. And uh, I'm trying to think of an example of someone harming themselves um, because it was the only response that they figured out to come up with with what to do on that Thursday night when they went out and they wanted to have a great time and do some blow and have a great party. And everything that they put in their body that night was pretty bad for them. Mm -hmm. But the actual... Uh, feeling they got from just relaxing a little bit and you know leaving their troubles behind helped them just feel a little bit more easygoing that week. That's a really simple example. Okay. So let's take that into parenting a child. You want to make sure that your kid knows that they can't interrupt the teacher uh, just when they feel like they have a random thought to say. Uh, on the other hand, you want them to understand that they should interrupt the teacher when they're being disrespectful. You want to teach them different kinds of morality mm -hmm. and help them figure out where they are in the system and uh, in, in like, you know, how to be respectful to elderly people, for example, like who have seen life and been through a lot and whatever it else that you're trying to teach that, that, that kid. Mm -hmm. But in the everything up until like the, the early 90s in terms of spanking children was uh, open season, mm -hmm. you know, pretty much. And so the studies are showing now that this very, 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 very widespread common tool is only had a negative effect. Mm -hmm. And so in my mind, um, what that suggests is how we move forward from now. Mm -hmm. But I wonder how to look at that time period and say, is there anything else that that time period could have done mm -hmm. differently? under those circumstances because we are looking at their circumstances from our time period mm -hmm. that's all i'm trying to kind of like state is that it makes complete sense to me that spanking has only a negative effect i just imagine people under certain social circumstances with mothers and fathers not being together and people working a bunch of different jobs and having an hour with their children six days a week on the seventh day they don't see them at all and trying to communicate clearly a lesson to them about their life based on something that they just found out that the kid did that they have to make sure they don't do again this week. Mm -hmm. And so, and again, we're in a place in society where even though therapy has been around now for 30 years in the mainstream, things are as hard as ever financially. Mm -hmm. And so people, I feel like, are going to get into this exact same scenario as parents where they just don't have the time to actually care for their children like they should. Um, How do we deal with that now? What do we do in situations where there's so little time to raise your children? Well, talking doesn't work for everybody. Right. But um, I think there's, there's a whole lot of space between violence and stuff that doesn't work. There's a whole lot of stuff in between. I think that for most of human history... Uh -huh. um, that space has been way <coughs> smaller than stuff that, <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't work. work. Right, stuff that doesn't work is all is over here on it's this like side of the It's like the spectrum. benign, not necessarily violent, but it's just not working. It's just not working. Okay. It's non-violent and doesn't work. Okay. And then you have violence. Right. <laughs> and, and, and there's... And spanking is like right in the middle. No, no, spanking is violence. Spanking oh. is violence. I just figured it would be maybe like the 51st percentile. No. Because it seems like the most basic level of violence. But it's so violent. <laughs> but it's the, and that's the, and I think that was the point of the studies is that yeah e even though it's not considered a, like you can spank your kids and CPS won't take your kids away right? Uh, right but if you throw an object at your kids CPS yeah. wants to know about that right so there is a, so there is like a, a threshold where right. CPS wants to get involved right for whatever reason spanking your kids is not the threshold well for whatever mm -hmm. reason I think in my mind I can see why it isn't and I'm bringing that up because mm -hmm. we are not. The collection of ideals that we just read studies about in the last five years. Mm -hmm. We are the collection of our past memories and our parents and our experiences for the last 80 years. Mm -hmm. All at once, right now, today. And the past is more powerful than the present. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
as far as I can tell, in mm -hmm. every society, the mm -hmm. past is more powerful than the present, and the present has to be fought for mm. by illustrating what could be in the future. Okay. And saying clearly to people, when you, and communicating to all these parents, when you spanked your child, mm -hmm. did you truly sit there <laughs> thinking, this is absolutely the most... Kobe Bryant way I could handle this fucking moment. It's the craziest move I could have ever done on the other opposing team that's coming at me and giving me everything they've got. Because that's how parents feel with their kids a lot of times. It's like adversaries. Mm. Their kids are like, my fucking kids, I swear to God. They're, you know what I mean? They're mm -hmm. so exhausted trying to raise children mm -hmm. that it feels literally like adversaries. Mm -hmm. Like, those parents don't feel like they're doing this incredible, wonderful, smart maneuver of educating their children, what they're saying is like, hey, just get a fucking whip them. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not like an intelligent decision. Yeah. But you have to actually, I think, communicate that to parents. Yeah. And have them, and then as soon as you do, I think what you will have is the secondary backlash, which is like, well, okay, fine. All right, I didn't have all the time in the world <laughs> to come up with this amazing maneuver to turn my child into Stephen Hawking because I was working these fucking jobs and my husband is a piece of shit and I married him because my mom married another piece of shit and then I thought he was different than that, but he wasn't. But he wasn't. <laughs> like, they're going to get frustrated by, and, and, and the frustration comes from the guilt. Yeah. Like, of not being able to have that time. Yeah. But... Like, as far as, so, like, even when you say for some reason slapping is not part of the zeitgeist, I'm like, well, who are you talking to? It the academics or the real parents out there? Well, and also, um, maybe at some point it also was, like, CPS is, is new. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, yeah. There was, there was animal, animal, like, um, not, and not animal control, but, <laughs> you like. You beat your children, you go to animal cruelty. Yeah, animal, animal cruelty yet. was established before. Yeah. Because you were considered to own your children right. for a long time, just yeah. like a man was considered to hit own his child, wife. Don't hit a dog. Long... That's yeah. terrible. Come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> what are you right? doing hitting a dog? No, no, go beat the crap out of your kid. Right. That's totally fine. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You caught your kid beating your dog? <laughs> beat that child. <laughs> so he never beats the dog again. Right. Oh, that's terrible. What a family. <laughs> yeah. The, the concept <laughs> that children were like, little actual human beings is right. a very new concept right. and they needed to be protected was it, that's a very new concept and that you don't own them right. is a very new concept right all of that is right. new this is all new but the why is very important okay because beforehand i mean like and again we talk about evolution how we have evolved and we have all the things that we need theoretically yeah, yeah. in order to have space to make studies like this mm -hmm. and to understand and to grow and develop mm. But for such a long time, if you had seven kids and your neighbor had, had four, then you could kick the shit out of your neighbors if you really wanted everything on their farm. Yeah. Now, I know of so many people, if they hear this right now, are thinking, you are living in an apartment in Brooklyn. There is no farm you have to take over, which is, of course, true. Mm -hmm. But who is it that really thought that the people who uh, have had all of the time to evolve have been evolving. Mm. And then finally, my final point, which I get to again over and over again, is that if you have been evolving, it is your job not to talk down to the oh. other people. Oh, you're asking way too much of me now, then. Yes, I am. It's because not. If, I, if, if I you're asking too much of the people no. that actually learn. If you're, at, you're asking me, someone who's been putting time and effort into learning, to not talk down to other people? Come and on, you that's the best your leg part while of evolving. You said it. Oh my it's God. the best part you is talking down to leg. other people. You said talk down <laughs> like you were in down. Chicago. <laughs> That's Come like, on. oh, we're going to do a fucking one of those dances. <laughs> we're going to choreograph a dance. Talk down, talk uh, down to me. Hey! People. The knee it's... first and then the rest of the leg later. Yeah! Oh, my God. <laughs> your knee's in Brooklyn, but your ankle isn't clean. Yeah! <laughs> right. I understand you're so tired of everyone else not evolving. <laughs> we're um, so tired of it. But I'm really not, I'm not, I don't have any sympathy for your fatigue. <laughs> Because you have been evolving, so you shouldn't have all the tools you need to manage that fatigue. <laughs> Go ahead and speak with patience to the parents out there who are beating the shit out of their kids. 
And I'm uh, not going to speak to you with patience. I'm sorry. I can't. I mean, you I know, can't. of course, and I can understand emotionally why you wouldn't. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, of course, that is going to continue as it is because they will know that they can't talk to you and you can't talk to them. And mm -hmm. So they're only going to talk to other like-minded fathers and mothers. Who beat the shit out of their children. Who beat the shit out of their kids, too. Yeah. And then everything is going to continue. Yeah. It's up to us, though. Like, if we're the ones paying attention, that we should be able to work on that. <laughs> I've been just putting in so much work. You're just asking me to put in more work. And I'm I like, know. Didn't I put in I enough know. work? Which is really not fair at all. The white man asked the black woman <laughs> to put in more work. So. I know. We gotta stop. We're saving the country at every election. You're stop putting so much on us. We save you every election. Um, That's fair. Yes. Do you have? Yes. Do you, are you? I am okay. Oh, you are. Yeah. You got black steel. Well, hopefully not steel. Maybe like, you know, canvas or something. With what? <laughs>